0: Fierce Fan Media. Yeah, it's wild out here. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully Lincoln doesn't get caught up with the wrong side of a uh, sheerwater circle, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, the wrong okay. side of the gated community.
0: <laughs> well, you guys are all in luck tonight because it is just me and the political princess. So yeah. you are gonna get it. Uh politics slash Taylor Swift episode. Literally it's, it's happy right 1989 <laughs> day. Yeah. <laughs> I know everyone was like, Oh, I have this going on. I was like, okay, okay, whatever. Okay, bye. Julie, Julie's at the pink concert, so fair oh,
1: excuse. Fun. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Aaron, I don't know.
1: Aaron went to see Heather McMahon.
0: Yeah. And then Copanger, this is the last Friday she'll miss. Oh, okay. Yeah. So her daughter's uh cheerleading season just ended. Yeah. So fair enough. That's it. So lucky ducks. Yeah. It's also later than normal. So I'm a little bit sleepy.
1: I know that's sad. I'm old. Yeah. I just, let me tell you, I have not felt older than I have recovering from this surgery. First of all, it was so much easier. First of all, you are older. I know seven years and probably like 40 pounds, (laughs) uh, has made, a real big difference in the recovery this time. I'm like, oh God, it's so much. And having a birthday in there too was like.
0: That's what I'm saying. You just turned I'm older. Old.
1: Yeah, I'm just like, I feel old and decrepit and I can't do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it did feel good when she was like, we should do this surgery now while you're young and healthy. And I was like, oh my God, thank you.
0: <laughs> Are you hitting on me? I know. God, <laughs> <your> room. <laughs> okay, so. I assume you're not drinking. (laughs) No. Okay.
1: Well, but I didn't even take any pain meds today. Uh Uh-oh,
0: we're going to be off the cuff here in a minute. Yeah. Yeah. I am sticking to the old tried and true Trader Joe's Pinot Noir, so.
1: Oh, I am drinking a naked juice. (laughs) Red Naked juice, you know. It's packed with vitamins, so. And sugar. Look
0: at you just thrusting towards, uh, what do you call it? I was going to say old age, but then I was (laughs) like. That's I not nice. Emily, I don't want to
1: zack you. <laughs> I told Emily I took a couple steps and she was like, Whoa, when's the marathon? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, <that's>
0: um, right? <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, Mike Johnson, uh, yeah, is the new speaker of the so house. Nice. And if you've never heard of him, you
1: are not alone. Ugh. But once yeah. you look into him, you're going to wish you could hop in a DeLorean and go back to the time when you hadn't heard of him right like well okay let's be fair i don't think there's any
0: current house republican they would have put up that i would have been like that's a that's a solid choice i support that 100 percent." like they were all gonna be shitty yeah but on like a scale of one to one floor of the cuckoo's nest like this guy is cuckoo
1: i mean it's like like completely like full abortion ban and conversion therapy and like would
0: you do you see that one tiktok where he's talking about how his wife was oh yeah i think you said it to us wife is on his knees her knees for like two weeks praying yeah that's why she couldn't be at
1: his ascension to speaker of the house yeah because her knees were so sore (laughs) i like you can't make that shit up right i just feel
0: like there's not a woman on the planet who has ever dated a man or been man adjacent that believe that. Yeah. Like there's no fucking way. Like it was more like, I'm not going to this. This is stupid. You are going to get all kinds of hate. You're putting our family in danger. Like you've been flying under the radar and now it's going to be a shit show. Yeah. Or he just, you know, he doesn't allow his wife out of the house. Although you will, your mind is going to be blown when I tell you, that the two of them host a podcast together
1: no yeah, they
0: do they do let me look up the name of it real quick oh
1: god i be- do you think he calls her mother
0: Oh,
1: does he take a page from the mike pence book?
0: oh god okay so they have um they've had a podcast since 2000 2000- since 22 2022 Okay. Uh, and it's called Truth Be Told with Mike and Kelly Johnson. Okay, you won't find it on the on the top podcast charts. They haven't managed to hit the top 100 in the religion and spirituality section of Apple Podcasts. They are
1: not even in the top 100 of religion and spirituality. I bet
0: you they will be now because every okay. like reporter is going to be listening to it.
1: Right. Uh-huh. Just even if you're curious, go to like YouTube or TikTok and just find clips. Don't give them your don't give them your listens. Uh Kelly
0: tees up her husband by saying, Why are we the freest, most powerful, most successful, most benevolent nation in the history of the world? I'm sorry. But that's just categorically untrue.
1: Right. Like where's the fact checking? <laughs> you, you would be
0: really hard-pressed to First of all, all countries have like their torrid histories with like racism and xenophobia and religious warfare. Right. Like throughout the the course of human history, the path of human history is bloody and mangled and and fucking awful. So to try and act, it's just, I, I can't stand the rhetoric of we're the greatest country in the entire world and everyone else is is fucking yeah like so much better and everyone
1: else is terrible yeah
0: and listen i'm not saying like america is a terrible place to live like when you see what's happening like that much
1: better than everybody else that's what i'm saying why do you think we don't have the moral authority
0: that's what i'm saying
1: that we're yeah
0: yeah i just wanted to be clear i get that we're lucky here because we're we're geographically lucky like, yeah. if we had to share a continent with some of our enemies and allies, we'd be fucked. Yeah. But we don't. So yeah. we're we're fortunate just by sheer nature of where we land on the planet. Yeah. But the, the idea of, like, this American greatness, I thought we were just done with that. Like, I thought after World right. War II, we were done with that. Apparently not. After we turned away Holocaust refugees, I, we should have lost it after... You know, slavery.
1: Right. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah.
0: But even like correcting for that, since the whole world is guilty as slavery, right? Like, right, you, right. you can't find a colonized white part of the world that didn't participate in some type of slavery. And not just white parts, the world participated. The world. In yeah. So yeah. even if you take that out of the pot, mm-hmm. we turned away fucking Holocaust refugees. Yes. We lost the moral high ground forever, right there. Yes. So anyway, this right. fucking guy. Yeah. Um
1: he wasn't the first choice. He wasn't the second
0: choice. He wasn't even the third choice.
1: It's really he <laughs> if he was in if this was the Olympics, he's not on the podium.
0: Mhm. Which is oh,
1: I mean, it's absolutely like I mean, we all knew there was no chance Hakeem Jeffries. Like, we're not going to get a but God, that could have gone on for a long time.
0: Well, now they're they're like posturing as if they're rewriting the last few weeks of history as if they weren't trying to pull their heads out of their ass and flying around like Like, they didn't fumble
1: this so incredibly.
0: Yeah. Well, it just goes to show how absolutely erratic they are. Like they ousted Kevin McCarthy without a plan in place. Right. like it would have made more sense to me had they been like you're out and this is and this it's- guy's yeah. in yeah yeah but no this drug on for two fucking weeks now there's no the government is absolutely going to shut down because there's no way they're going to get appropriation bills through yeah, there they the can't next catch up
1: at this no. point yeah it's so stupid
0: so let's go over some of johnson's stances
1: oh yeah i'd love that um
0: he's okay with sending funding to israel but yeah. Wants to cut funding to Ukraine, but at the same time says, "But Vladimir Putin needs to be stopped." But like not by us, by right. Like but like people. someone else. <laughs> what happened to us being the the most benevolent, most right, powerful yeah. country on the planet? So I guess, yeah. but not Something like right. Yeah, you know, we don't want to like participate in it.
1: Right, um, right, 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 right. Um,
0: he, uh, he's incredibly pro-life which i don't even like that term we need to just he's pro-birth. I don't
1: either right he's
0: pro-birth and but he has he went on record with the new york times stating that he, he's not going to push for a national ban on it because he believes the supreme court uh or i'm sorry uh that uh it should be up to the states which like i also hate that argument because i'm like how about we just leave it up to women and their doctors right,
1: right. how about no one needs to be legislating that
0: right like why should the state get to fucking decide what you do with your body anyway lgbtq issues is where he said that he's fine with where the supreme court stands on it although he thinks we're an absolute abomination and are gonna burn in hell
1: yes so like and believes in conversion therapy yes
0: and uh believes that he supports uh that Na- the idea of a national ban, the same that Florida has on the don't say gay yes. bill, essentially. So, like, he hey, what I on. think he's trying to do right now is pander to totally the moderate Republicans, yeah. yeah, while he still because he's he has said that all of his views are dictated by the Bible, mm-hmm. which, like, I don't remember Jesus like weighing in on abortion.
1: No, I also the gays. feel like a separation of
0: church and state situation. Totally. Well, it's funny because he holds such like a, a quandary, like in front of you. He says he's a constitutional lawyer, but everything he does is dictated by the Bible. So I just, I can't quite like wrap my head around that. Well,
1: because it doesn't, Gel? That doesn't... Yeah, yeah.
0: He's just an absolute walking contradiction. Mm-hmm. Um, when asked about the mass shooting in Maine... And whether or not it was time, because he he's actively voted against bipartisan gun regulation bills, mm-hmm. that it's not the right time to talk about it, and um, that it's really a uh, mental health crisis in this country, and it has nothing to do with guns. Okay, cool,
1: well, cool. So when is the right time to talk about it? Well,
0: what I, it's like they can't walk and chew gum at the same time, because like, but like both things are true, we do have a mental health crisis in this yes. country,
1: and have a gun problem.
0: If we're not going to solve the mental health crisis in this country, the least we can do is make sure that people who have a re- recorded mental health issues don't have access to weapons.
1: Right. Like here's That's my, reasonable.
0: What I don't get about this whole thing is nobody has a problem. So let's say you get two DUIs. Okay, okay, two or three. Which in this day and age, what the fuck are you doing? There's so many other ways to get places oh like I get know. an Uber. Don't don't yeah. be an asshole. Yeah. But we have no problem instituting breathalyzer tests in cars for people that we know drive under the influence. Why? Because it saves lives. I don't mm-hmm. hear anyone screaming about their constitutional rights to be able to like move freely about in their own transportation. Right. We accept that as an inherent not just risk, but like solution to, well, this can curb it. And we're saving people, innocent people's lives by not giving them access to cars without totally blowing and proving that
1: they're not under the influence. How yes. is this any different? It's not, it's just not.
0: Well, like if you were arguing against it, what would you say? Cause I'm genuinely trying to understand. I'm not just being flippant by saying like, how is this any different? Like, like, is there something that's different about it besides the fact that I guess they still get access to cars, they just have this is more invasive. Every well, time you get in your car, you
1: have to blow into a fucking machine. Right. Right. I I don't know. I think I could, we could go real deep into this. Um, but I don't think that it I I I don't think that it's different. They do all kinds of things where they, you know, that you'd see uh, that I would assume based on a Republican's view that they would see as invasive like Being on house arrest or like having a breathalyzer or like any number of those things or like legislating wearing a seatbelt, a seatbelt, a helmet
0: while you're riding a motorcycle.
1: Yes. Guess what? You have to pass a vision test to drive a car. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a really good point. You can't drive a car if you have seizures. Right. So it's not just, yeah. To protect other people. Correct. And yourself. I don't know. It's absolutely wild. Sorry,
0: we were just interrupted by my five-year-old, so.
1: <laughs> I don't even know where we left.
0: I wasn't even putting a button in the right way, even though oh. that was. You know what?
1: Whatever we were talking about, we were making great points. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, we were talking about how. They have this like addiction to guns, but yet yeah. they're okay with pa- passing legislation about seatbelts, helmets, mm-hmm. um, breathalyzers, all of this to protect and you. You have
1: to have insurance and a license. You have to pass a test. You have to, you have to demonstrate that you can use this thing. You have to follow the laws. You have to like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, he has a lot of
0: wick wacky. Uh, He's a real please. bubble. Yeah. I'm trying to find, Oh, and climate change. Um,
1: that's not a thing.
0: So oil and gas companies provided Mr. Johnson with more contributions than any other industry last year. His district includes, uh, Shreveport, a former oil town. So he's in the it pockets sure of big seems oil. Like
1: the Bible's not directing him on that one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, we did get one listener question asking, uh, because he played such a Because he was so outspoken when it came to the January sixth hearings and the overturning of the election, now that he's Speaker, could he possibly influence the twenty twenty four election? And sorry, I was just remembering your question. I didn't read it verbatim, so I can't say who asked it, but it was a good question, and I'm sure a lot of people are curious because he is second in line to the presidency if something were to happen. So, but the short answer is. Yes, but not the way you're thinking. So the vice president oversees the oversees the counting of all electoral votes. So Kamala Harris will actually be the one responsible to oversee the congress
1: mm-hmm.
0: when that happens because they are technically the president of the congress, any vice president, not just specifically Kamala Harris. Right. Um the only thing he could do is use his influence and stature to really, you know, make a, a fiasco out of it and you know be on national tv and try to be pressuring um the lawsuits or whatever but as far as actual authority the speaker of the house does not have any yeah yeah he has no say so and the founders in all their limited wisdom I don't say infinite because I think we all know they um <laughs> <laughs> but they did plan for things like this there truly is a delineation of power amongst the ranks as far as and it's it's intended so that not any one person can be like responsible for overturning things it's why even though right. the vice president is going to count votes they they can't really do anything about it either like it's all pomp and circumstance at that point um certified
1: electoral votes yeah, are under- like, under- like ceremonial
0: right That's what I'm saying. Pomp and circumstance. Like, that's why Mike Pence, no matter how bad Trump tried to get him to Mm -hmm. discount the votes, there technically wasn't anything legal he could do about it because at that point, it's just a check in the box. Right. So you don't have to worry about him getting involved in that. And listen, we're putting the the car or the cart ahead of the horse here. Who yeah. he's not gonna? He may not even still be in office by the time that really? that's a long time yeah. in Republican years. Who said
1: man. he? Yeah, look how long McCarthy lasted. I don't. The right. fact I yeah I don't I don't know that this guy will be in in and around by the time this is a, you know we cross that bridge.
0: I don't know who would replace him. You know, it'd be, just because it's such a shit show out there. If you were playing like Fantasy Congress, Mm -hmm. who would be the most, like, who do you think would tank their chances of, like, keeping their seats in the house?
1: Like, as Speaker? Yeah. Matt Gaetz.
0: I was going to say Marjorie Taylor Greene.
1: Oh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah. Yeah. Lauren Bobert. Yeah. Old. old I actually think
0: Marjorie Taylor Greene, it's, like, physically impossible for her to keep her fucking mouth shut, though. So I think she would just, like, be all... Matt Gates too, though. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's what I mean. All the secrets would be out. Like, there'd be no... There'd be no nothing kept private. It it would be a shit show. So I guess my... But we're not that far from it, because he's the one who made all of this happen, so... Well, I wanted to offer some, like, I don't know, silver lining to
0: this, though. Because I... A lot of people are having a real strong reaction to this. And listen, it's not great. I don't. (laughs) It's awful. Mike Johnson is fucking awful. He's a a monkey in a circus. Like it's, it's awful. But here's the thing, guys.
1: At least they put it. It was always
0: going to be awful.
1: It was going to be a Republican. (laughs) Yeah. It's not like he had. It was always going to be awful. At least least they've been able to like resume Mm -hmm. work.
0: But is the government going to shut down again? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. All the time. Well, they, they, well, but it's not fair, right? You have like military personnel who aren't going to get paid, fucking air traffic controllers who aren't going to get paid. Like there's all kinds of bullshit that will happen because they're, they get in a pissing contest. And that, my heart breaks for, for those individuals who work for the federal government, especially this is going to happen right at the holidays. Like it's, it's fucking awful. And you can, place the blame solely on these fucking idiots because Mm -hmm. for all of their flaws and there are plenty in the senate right now at least they're passing their appropriation bills Mm -hmm. but let's be real clear it's because the democrats are in control
1: yeah yeah
0: and at the very least and the democrats have their flaws too but they don't want to be the ones responsible for shutting down the government their supporters won't tolerate it
1: no and that's the thing they'll blame it on the democrats
0: They already are. Well,
1: I know, but I mean, it's our
0: fault they didn't say fucking Kevin McCarthy. It was our like they're just wild, yeah. So, hang on a second. Okay, sorry everyone, got slightly interrupted. My family is on a good one tonight, Um, (laughs) so we're gonna talk briefly about updates in Gaza and Israel right now. Um, not good.
1: No, it's, it's not. Worse. It's worse. And I think one of the things that makes it so much worse is today they cut off the Wi-Fi, mm-hmm. So we're not able to get the same pictures and videos and stuff that we were before. And to me, that just feels like another step in, in, in moving this forward, because now you you can't see what's happening in real time as as well as you were able to a few days ago counterpoint Mm -hmm. it's also
0: and i know there's a lot of outrage over this and i understand we're being kind of cut off from what's happening in gaza and that that's a super valid take on it because that is true and it's also limiting hamas's reach to the outside world totally so there's And for people who aren't all that familiar with how military actions work and stuff, and I'm not saying that in a condescending way, like it's such a different life than the one that we live as civilians. This is pretty standard operating procedure, like as, as you're trying to isolate them, especially as the concern grows for trying to corner Hamas in these vast underground tunnels that they have constructed under the streets of Gaza. And they know they're getting information and able to make transactions while they have Wi-Fi. So while it, it, it makes me, and let me be really clear, it makes me super concerned for the innocent people in in Gaza and the Palestinians there. Please don't take it as like a flippant, oh, fuck them kind of thing. It's not yeah. that at all. Yeah, I understand the military strategy behind yeah. it, though, as they're trying to find a way to navigate the situation because not all of Israel's government is on board with a a land, a ground invasion either. So they're really burning the candle at both ends here, trying to figure out what to do. And Biden and the other surrounding leaders are trying to find a way to, well, at least on the surface, it seems that they're trying to push Israel into the point of saying there has to be a two state solution. Like this can't go on so and to get humanitarian aid and like we said last week guys and i will say we got a lot of positive feedback for that episode um we got a lot of really good messages we got two not really happy with us ones but most of them were good um i i know a lot of people don't like the answer that this is tremendously complicated because it feels simple right It feels like there should just be a right and wrong, a black Mm -hmm. and white to it. And like people are innocent, people are dying and that's wrong. And I agree with that.
1: I just think that like, again, and and it's hard to hold this space. You can 100% be for a ceasefire across the board. Mm -hmm. There needs to be a ceasefire from Israel Mm -hmm. and Hamas to let those hostages go. 100%. Those things need to happen because those hostages are innocent the the Israelis that Hamas killed were absolutely innocent. That was horrific. But now we're at a point where journalists are being killed. Yeah. of the U.N. are being killed. It's it's not like it just it has to stop. Yeah. And uh, it has to be
0: a diplomatic solution. We are not going to solve this with more violence. We just aren't. And uh, I right. know that's hard for people to swallow. Because as Americans were raised from a very young age to just believe in American muscle and might and like military force, the, the only way this ends in, in saving more lives is through diplomatic solutions. Because forcing Israel to just cease fire and create a, a second state isn't going to be helpful. Yeah like they have to both come to the table in, in search of, of peace talks. And let's be clear Hamas
1: to find a way to have somebody in power. That's not Hamas. I was just about to say that Hamas
0: is not good for the Palestinian people either. Like all of those things are true. Yes. And as long as Hamas remains in control of, of Palestinians, they're they're going to suffer under their control also. Like there's, that's why I, we got one comment that said we were taking the easy way out by just calling it complicated, and i I can understand that knee jerk reaction, but it is tremendously complicated. Right. I'm right. not saying that to not take a side. It's hard to take a side in this because it's all awful.
1: Right. That's the thing, and I don't think you can take a side. Listen, I don't feel like I can take a side because I'm not involved in it. Right. Do you know I'm what I mean? And personally doesn't affect me by say, this. Like, It doesn't, it doesn't have such deep ties to my religious beliefs or my ancestry or anything like that. So it's really hard to say, take a side. And I hope when like it, you have to just get past the bias of, you know, it's getting really frustrating to just hear, like, if you're only talking about Israel and what Palestine is doing, then you might hate Jews. Hey, Amy Schumer posted something like that. And it's like, that one thing does not have to do with the other. You can, you can understand such a
0: false dichotomy. It's so obnoxious. Yeah.
1: Michael Rappaport, who I normally love has gone so off the deep end with some of this stuff, just accusing everybody of like, well, then you're a Nazi and you hate Jews and you hate this. And it's like, no, but guess what? I hate how Israel is handling this. Mm-hmm. I don't hate, I don't hate Jewish people. That doesn't make any sense. Or Israeli sense. citizens. I hate the way George W. Bush handled all of after 9-11. It yes. doesn't mean I hate being an American. Right. Like those things can be true at the same time. And I can still put myself in the place to say, hey, I get where Israel's coming from. Mm-hmm. And I thought we did a really good job of that in the last episode. I get where Palestine's coming from, but I am gonna err. On the side of what's happening in Palestine is horrific because, and that's where it really needs to stop. And of course, Hamas needs to release those hostages, but it has what, 200 hostages left? Let's say, God forbid, they killed all of those hostages. That number is still so far below the number of innocent women and children that have been killed. So, of course, of course, you know, I'm not trying to make it sound like like what's happening there is worse but it certainly seems more immediate when you have hostages that based on the release i mean they're i don't think they're going to kill them they they need them for they're leverage negotiating
0: power right. right
1: they're they're so i feel like they're in such a better situation of 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 being able to you know they're being negotiated which is again horrific i mm-hmm. am not justifying that i'm not trying to make it sound like it's any any worse but they have those hostages. They haven't taken more hostages. They haven't like that number is, is pretty stagnant, right? The number of people that are being killed in Palestine right now, it grows exponentially every single day. And so, and so it, to me, seems like the more immediate problem is, is getting like getting aid into Palestine, getting Israel to stop bombing the shit out of that place. And then obviously getting, getting those, um, those hostages freed. And, and it doesn't mean that I value anyone over anyone else, but I do think that we have a situation in this country. If you're not anti-Semitic in which, you know, you, it's really hard to go and check your, your biases and say, Damn, people are right. I think for whatever reason, not every, people don't think Palestinian lives are worth as much as everybody else or just Middle Eastern lives in general. And especially in the United States after 9-11. Muslim lives,
0: I would be more, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'd say that's probably more accurate. Um, and in the same way that, that Jewish people are feeling really strongly that that's how people view them also. And it's like, it's so similar. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it it's it's like history repeating itself.
0: Well, and here's the that reality so too. So
1: hard to. That's why I'm happy. Not happy, but that's that's what makes me really um, appreciative of Jews that are saying this is not okay. Yeah. Well, so, the other
0: thing too about I probably
1: watched that whole
0: thing, so I I don't know. Say, but it well,
1: is complicated. That's not a cop out. It is complicated.
0: Well, the other the other pause I have with like. Taking a side, and I don't I don't think this one listener meant it as like a, they meant it very much as like, are you sure you're on the right side of history for this? and here's the, here's the thing. I'm not necessarily sure that for white women who are not of uh Middle Eastern or or Israeli descent need to be on a stronghold of one side or the other either. Like, I, there's a lot of pain and suffering going on right now. And I'm against that, no matter who it's happening to. Because before I'm an American or or a gay person or anything else, I'm a human being. And it's breaking my heart to watch the suffering and the bludgeoning and the genocide that's taking place there. And it broke my heart to see what happened to the innocent Israeli people. Also, it, it's all heartbreaking. But what I do know, as someone who did two tours in Iraq, and who understands the complexity of trying to go into isolated urban warfare, when they have these hundreds of miles of tunnels under the ground, and you don't know what's down there. I've watched buildings collapse on innocent people. I've watched bombs go off. I have witnessed all this. What I what I do know is this. Violence is not the answer to it. And as hard as that is for some people to understand, because I've also heard a lot of now there there's no helping this, like, right. Like someone's just back from this, right. Like there is no, just like we can't, the world will never be the same after COVID there was before COVID and there's after COVID for these people, Israelis and Palestinians alike, there will be before these attacks and after these attacks
1: It's like the Nakba and people still aren't over Just
0: like there's before the Holocaust and after the Holocaust. Like there are certain things that take place in our history that are our destiny points and they change everything. So to just think that continuous bombing and suffering and bloodshed and dismantling of civilian lives until one is triumphant. All you're going to do is create another radicalized generation of individuals who will rise up in 20
1: years. Killing family members. Yes. Yeah. And it doesn't. It's not the answer. answer. Here's where I feel like our place is or my place, right? To try and educate myself. To Mm -hmm. try and learn as much as I can about the history and both sides. Not to so much share what my view is on it. But to get more people to pay attention. because because we do have a place of privilege and and we have the ability to turn it off and mm-hmm. to not pay attention to it and to get breaks from it and we shouldn't have to mm-hmm. you know we, we you should have to face some of these atrocities and look at them and as horrific as it is look at a couple of pictures of of these it's awful it's awful it's some of the most horrific grotesque things I've ever seen in my lifetime. And I'm so glad that I've seen it because Mm -hmm. it's something that I would ever see in my, you know, the course of my life. And from an outside perspective, it just seems like history repeating itself a little bit. It seems very similar that it could go in the same direction as the Holocaust. Obviously, it's not you know there are there are lots of differences, but that sort of genocide is you can see how it gets there. You can see how it happened. You can look back on it and see how Hitler was able to be successful, and you can see all those things. And there's a lot of those things that I see happening now. And the difference is we're all witnessing it. Yeah. And and I don't know if that. I don't know if that's good or bad. Yeah. Right. Because we're witnessing it and we're not doing anything about it.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's, I, I, I try to give myself comfort in the idea that at least we have Biden as a president right now and not Donald Trump. Right. Um, because it, and listen, it's not a secret on here. It he wasn't my first choice but I do. And I've always stood by this. I believe Joe Biden is a decent human being. And I believe he leads with a tremendous amount of empathy, which I think sometimes gets him in, in the situations that he gets in with Netanyahu, like embracing him, which
1: well, and I was with you, I was so mad and and I'm just, still kind of I,
0: mad at him.
1: Me too. But then I, you know, you really put it into perspective of like, and i already sort of had this opinion of there has to be other things going on right, right. there's we're not privy to everything and stuff that we're not privy to and there are treaties and there are deals and there are things that he has to put the safety and well-being of us before anything else and
0: Well, you know, what's crazy. Last week I talked about like my um, kind of unhinged idea that Russia and China and um, Iran were behind this. And here's the thing. Turns out I wasn't wrong. No, I know. Now Iran is militant groups are firing on the U.S. The U.S. is firing back. Um, Russia is funding Hamas. China is funding uh, uh, Hamas. And all of this is a way to also take over Taiwan and to win the fucking culture war over ukraine what yeah. what's a better way to cut off funding to ukraine than than create another source that needs funding in a source like israel where they know that the american people are going to back it especially the republicans like there are there are bigger chess pieces being moved here and i I really, of course, all of our knee-jerk reaction is Joe Biden fucking do something, right? Like, that is absolutely, and it was mine. It was absolutely mine. Totally. And then I have to take a pause, and remember, he is privy to information that I can't even fathom. Like, I, I don't have the intelligence or the spies or whatever. And I it, can
1: get why you'd want to avoid World War Three. 100%. You know, and, and... Mm as shitty as it is it's just the whole thing is awful it's awful
0: it's fucking awful and uh, when you see those pictures not just the pictures of the like parish children but the the shell shock on their face actually disturbs me more because I saw that on military personnel and those are grown adults and the way it traumatized them Listen, we still live in an epidemic in this country where every single day we are we lose 100 service members because of the atrocities they saw in Iraq and Afghanistan to suicide. We've lost more returning service members to suicide than we've ever lost in the war. And now children are bearing witness to the same type of atrocities. And you know what? It's worse because it's their family they're watching die. It's their family that's under rubble. It's entire generations of people it, being wiped out. How do you not think that's going to spur right.
1: well, thing, how it's not, it's just fueling it. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. That's all it's doing. And it's it's interesting when you think about it, right? Because I feel like so much focus is on the number of lives lost, the number of lives lost. Just look at the number of lives that are going to be affected with permanent disabilities now, mm-hmm. right? Of orphans with no one to take them but not just that their homes have been decimated decimated absolutely they have nowhere to go yep. and so i saw a video and it like oh it just broke my heart they there were children tons of children playing in a, a mass grave i know exactly like, what you're talking about yeah and i was just like for them like that's just what's happening right and it's like I ju- I. I just I can't. It's just it has to stop, right? It's just it it's these effects that just sort of echo throughout. And yeah, all it does is is add fuel to the fire. and
0: and yeah. I will say one more thing about it. And I'm not listen, I'm not giving these pushbacks as a way to um some of our listeners who voice their opposition because your your feelings and your thoughts are valid. Like this totally. is people's and it's
1: okay if they're different than ours oh yeah totally but people's
0: emotional reactions to this they're gonna run the gambit so i'm not giving like a a opposing point of view as a way to be confrontational i'm giving it as a way to have you considered
1: an alternative an
0: alternative viewpoint also but the the idea the idea that the 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 war there the war that's taking place and it is a war even though it's a country versus essentially a, a makeshift territory that's taking place. Yeah. I can't begin to understand the the pain and suffering that the Israeli people have endured for thousands of years. Wow. Okay. At the hands of the Holocaust, at the hands of Hitler, at at, at the hands of just
1: h- oh, how the asshole an anti semites in our country.
0: Yeah yeah terrible people mm-hmm. i also can't begin to fathom what it's like to be pushed out of your your own country and and be isolated to this like small open air prison essentially yeah. so it's okay in in my opinion to not have all the answers and if if you feel pressured to give an immediate definitive answer you can't possibly because it, it's just not it's in my opinion humanly impossible to understand the generational trauma that both of these sides have suffered at for various reasons throughout the course of history yeah so it doesn't do anyone any favors to say and this is coming from some pretty pro israeli things too Like, well, if the situation was reversed, the Palestinians would do the same thing. You don't know that. It's not helpful. Mm -hmm. And even if they did, it doesn't make it right. Right. It just doesn't make it right. You can play the what if games for a thousand years. You, you, You can run a million scenarios in your head, but unless you know definitively who would have been in power and who would have controlled whatever and because if how do you not know if the palestinians had more power they may not have elected hamas as their their leaders 17 years ago when hamas came into power george bush was still in office yeah like that's how long they have been in power and, for and there
1: hamas isn't just not good for the israelis hamas is not good for palestine no and it's they're yeah. not good
0: for the world that type yeah. of hatred that type of darkness that lives in someone Mm
1: -hmm. in
0: in a group of people is not, is not good for anything it touches. It's, it's bad and it's painful and it will end bloody and -hmm. people are going to be broken and we're watching it now. And I just, I think before everyone digs their heels in and says, this is the only outcome you should think real hard about how much history and knowledge you actually have about this region. And let me be clear. I don't have a fraction right. of what yeah. has taken place yeah. there. And I'm not claiming to. I I I couldn't even begin to tell you the intricacies of their day-to-day life, either side, or or what it means to them, or what it's like to have um Yom Kippur with any of them, or you know, like I, I don't I don't have a fraction of it. I do my best but I don't have nearly enough to be an expert. And I don't understand the intricacies, which is why I try to pause before I take a definitive stance on we should do this or we shouldn't do that. What I do know is I don't want to see any more children perish. Hmm. I don't want to see any more lineages of families. Right,
1: entire families.
0: That doesn't sit right with me, not as an American or fucking pro-Israeli or pro-Palestine, as a human being. Yeah, That's it, full stop. I don't yep. want to see more people die. Yeah, I don't really care whose fault it is or who started it or or you know what. Has to stop. It has to stop. Yeah. It has to fucking stop. Yeah. And the only way it's going to stop is diplomacy. Mm-hmm. And people don't like that answer, but it is because the only other option is one side's completely annihilated, and that feels very gross to me. Yeah. Like. Yeah. That makes my skin crawl because yeah. to be completely wiped out, eradicated. Yeah. No one no one like you're less than no human. person's a cancer. Right. So yeah. Um agreed. I appreciate all the positive messages we got. And I'm sorry if we upset you. Um, we're open to more discourse. Let me know if you want to come on here and talk to us about it. I'm always yeah, to learn new things totally. and open to having conversations about it. Like I said, I'm not married to one side I just I i want to I want people to stop dying I want kids yeah. to stop dying yeah that's it so yeah. if you disagree with us keep keep the information coming we're happy to take it into account but exactly. I think I stand firmly on like I don't have a side of this <laughs> yes that's where I stand firmly <laughs> on yes um okay so very weird transition mm-hmm And
1: like a Monty Python, like, and now for something completely different.
0: (laughs) Well, here's the other thing too, that we got some pushback on, (laughs) um, that, let me see if I can word this correctly. If we're not enraged all the time, we're not pretty much paying attention enough. And I think we said this last week, there is only so much a human can handle. there's only so much pain and suffering we can endure. And I understand that that is a privilege. I get it. It is a privilege to not have, that is not my day-to-day life. I don't live in Gaza. I don't live in Israel. I don't live in that part of the world. So it's absolutely a privilege that I can shift onto something so heavy and go to like 1989 day. Um, I get that and I acknowledge it. And, uh, but who are we helping if we are letting it decimate our own humanity by right. just being devastated all of the time? Yeah. So if you don't want to hear something positive, you can go ahead and cut off now because mm-hmm. we're going to talk about 1989 day. Yep. So not trying to offend anyone, but mm-hmm. good things happen alongside the bad. What, what is that quote? That's like, I was after you were gone I was shocked that I woke up and the and the sky was still like blue and the like world was still turning so um these there's some really really dark horrible parts of humanity and then there are some really beautiful parts of humanity yeah and today is 1989 day
1: and the most beautiful part is Taylor Swift
0: (laughs) so what did you think of the ball tracks Okay. So full disclosure, me, her and Aaron all stayed up last night and watched them live. So
1: let not me, just live, you, but lyric videos, yeah. watch the lyric videos. They're even like, okay. So it, like it's, they're so well-made. They're so, so well and there's something about, at least for me and the way my brain works, I can take so much more in reading the lyrics. Me too. At the same time as I'm as I'm you know listening to it. And I'll tell you, even on first listen, I didn't realize I didn't notice some of the like glaringly obvious Harry Styles references <laughs> until like Whew. my second listen, probably I was like, oh she, we are not getting a feature from Harry mm-hmm. Styles that said she's gonna fucking drag him. Um, but but I saw something today, I saw a tweet today that said, Taylor Swift's vault tracks are better than most artists' entire discographies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, And and I don't know if I sent it or if you guys sent it or I, I don't know. I'm not working right now because I'm, you know, recovering. So I'm just on TikTok 24-7. But I saw a TikTok. That's that probably appeared- not good for you. No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there were uh, voice memos that yeah, she I saw those, yeah Tumblr, where she's talking about like the decision for some of those songs. So, like putting, you know, blank space instead of slut or putting so the reason some of those
0: songs sound similar in the
1: album, yeah, and some didn't. And so, um, I really love that. I think that this album had the best vault tracks, oh, by far, all time of all time. I think yeah. they're all so good, so good. like, I just. I say, don't go. Is, uh, yeah. is
0: now that now that we don't talk is probably one of my favorites. Now but... that we don't
1: talk is kind of a bop. Like, yeah, how does she write these songs that sound like so much fun? Mm-hmm. But the lyrics are like <laughs> such a knife. So what I lyrics.
0: what I was thinking about as I was listening to it like nonstop today while I was working was so when you listen to lover Mm -hmm. there was a lot of songs on there that were written with very like poppy music but had they been written in like a slower cadence it would be heart-wrenching breakup songs and i think the opposite with the vault tracks had some of them been written with the poppier songs they would very much be you know death by a thousand cuts and like you know like the way she like does that like bait and switch of these are some of the deepest songs with the most like juxtaposed.
1: Yeah. It just like music is amazing. It's just so much makes me think of the like having to still go on with life, having to still pretend like you're okay when you're not. And, you know, I just, oh they're so good but even not the i think almost i know people were like some people on twitter were not super happy with new romantics oh god it was style name, or something yeah. you know, i whatever. loved all of them i felt like out production and the mixes and so everything much better on this album every song sounds better her voice is so much more mature. There are harmonies. And obviously, she's singing like she's harmonizing with herself. Yeah. And and there are some things that just scratched my brain mm-hmm. so perfectly that I was just like, dude, like the growl on We Run. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. I was 100% like, agree.
0: <laughs> oh, well, and I'm normally when the vault tracks come out, I'm always a sucker for them. But usually they need to grow on me, right? Like they take yeah. me quite oh, not a few these lists, ones. not these ones, yeah. immediately like 100%. Immediately it, she should have made this entire album mm-hmm. out of the gate. Although I do think the hairy, like dragging ones wouldn't have hit as well in 2014 as they do now oh. when in the year of the Barbie movie, like yes. yeah. where they're getting their justice, right? I'll tell you my biggest surprise was Slut. Yeah. I was expecting I was a fucking expecting... reputation bop yeah. and it's it not. It makes sense
1: that it's not.
0: Totally. Totally. But, it
1: is but I do like, it's like baby reputation. Mm-hmm. It's like we're starting to have that, like, if you're going to say these things about me, my uh, I will matter. say this, a lot of midnight vibes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, a lot of midnight vibes. We do have to talk about the prologue. Okay. Okay, because um gaylers have been getting a lot of hate since it came out what were your first thoughts on it okay, and listen and if I'm... you haven't read it go read it you're living under yeah. a rock i can't help you i'm
1: with you i don't think she's saying i'm not gay i don't think that's what she's saying well, to be because... clear i
0: don't think she's a lesbian i think she's bisexual right right
1: right, yeah, right. i think she's I, don't
0: think,
1: I don't think that's what she's saying because there were so many i forget what what award ceremony or whatever when she said something very similar Like she was kind of going through and she's like, they told me to do this. And then I do that. And that's not good enough. And so I do this instead. And then, so I think that it was echoing that because she said, you know, they say, I, you know, I put out, um, uh, what would have come after that speak now? And it's like, well, you're singing too much about your boyfriend. So then I put out, you know, 1989, and I'm just hanging out with my friends. And now I'm posting too many pictures of being with my friends. And now I'm, you know, now so they don't want to hear from me. And then I'm hot girl cult. Yeah, yeah. And so <laughs> and and so I think it was more about that. I certainly didn't take it as a, you know, I I'm seen with a guy, they assume we're dating. So I think I can hang out with my girlfriends, and everybody assumes we're dating. I don't think that's what she was saying. I. That's not what I got from it. And that's probably because I've watched a billion of her interviews and I've heard her say similar things about, you know, okay, it's too much with the, with the dating and with the guys. So now I'm just like, okay, I'm not dating anybody. And I'm just going to hang out with my friends. And I think that's the difference because she's not saying in that, in that prologue, if I hang out with women, they think I'm dating women. Mm -hmm. That's not what she said at all. So you sexualized us. Right, right which is different. She, oh, right. Cause she's saying, cause she's not saying women. She's saying my friends.
0: Right. Right. Exactly.
1: And that's the difference where I'm like, yeah, I certainly think there's, I'm sorry. I think now that we don't talk gives big Carly Closs vibes. Carly-
0: I think it's yeah. also about Lily, but
1: oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and like all the wonderland stuff, like it's just, you know, there, I, I just didn't take it that way.
0: So I read the prologue before I saw any of the hot takes on social media. And I wasn't, I, I didn't feel any type of way about it. I was like, yeah, everyone speculates no matter what you do. Like, that's what I took from it. And Mm
1: -hmm. then I
0: went online and saw all of these like news outlets and stuff too, saying Taylor Swift squashed like her sexuality rumors. And I was like, oh my God, am I that biased that like, I didn't read that. At all like that's just not what I took from it I I very much took from it she even because she the paragraph above says mm-hmm. even when she's with her guy friends, they're placed together right and when she's with her her friends that are girls, they're placed together. also and you, you guys can call me delusional or whatever you're talking about the literal fucking Shakespeare of our generation. If she's legitimately straight, like 100% straight, like as straight as Stacey, because there's very few people straighter than Stacey, unfortunately for her. She would just say it. She would just come out and say it. I'm straight. I try to be a good ally. I support the LGBTQ community, but I am straight. I only date men. Yeah. But she has never ever said that.
1: And look, I don't see. Look, let's just say even if she is straight, right? What's wrong with her still writing songs from the perspective? Nothing. Of, yeah. Nothing. I don't see a problem. The with reason someone,
0: she's she said, so universally loved is because anyone can relate to them. Yeah.
1: Anyone. Yeah. She said the jokes about my amount of boyfriends, the trivialization of my songwriting as if it were a predatory act of a boy crazy psychopath. I had to make it stop because it was really starting to hurt. I assumed I could fix this if I simply changed my behavior. I swore off dating and decided to focus on myself, my music, my growth, and my female friendships. Um, And then she said, if I only hung out with my female friends, people wouldn't sensationalize or sexualize that, right? Because she's saying she was hanging out with her male friends mm-hmm. and people sensationalize and sexualize that. So now if I only hang out with female friends, they couldn't do that, right? I would learn later on that people could and people would. Right. right. She's talking about friends in both of the speculating. Yes. Yeah. She's not talking about people that she's dating.
0: Right. So I think it's been used um as a way for people to be openly homophobic. Mm-hmm. Um and I'll tell you th- I'll tell you this. Taylor Swift, since she's become more popular popular, populator. <laughs> <laughs> popular. Her fan base has exponentially grown. And it is drug in a lot of really hateful individuals and homophobia doesn't look good on anyone. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you don't get to say there aren't queer codes and messages when you're not queer, because you don't understand what that means, because there are, there are ways that queer people have been signaling to each other for decades. There just are, there's, hairpin drops and if that was if she is a straight woman and is using that she's intentionally toying with gay people like she she is she's queer baiting at that point because that is a heavily who else uses hairpin drops
1: well here's my thing though is she is she queer baiting or is she just making music that's for everyone
0: maybe that too so you know don't be I mean? don't be mad then when people as such take an ally
1: right don't be mad right. then
0: when people take it as a queer coded message Because that's what it is. is.
1: I think she's mad that people assume she's dating any person that she's ever taken a photo with.
0: Also, like, isn't that what your whole shtick is about? Like, dating a
1: lot of people.
0: But you don't get to be mad at Gaylers or Bylers or whatever for speculating about that when you're creating AI pictures of her and Travis Kelsey's children.
1: Right. Also, um, you, you, there's videos of you making out with Carly Claus.
0: I'm just full stop. Remember <laughs> that. Like, Also yeah. when Turn she says, out. when she says things like gay pride, make me me like, and then you're, you're going to pretend like she's mad that people are like, wait, are you a little bit like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, get out of here. Yeah. It's real easy. Like our friend Stacy, someone
1: here, who's such an ally and who's surrounded by so many people in the queer community, she knows these things. Yeah, She knows these things. Like I know these things. Mm-hmm.
0: I was just about to say our friend Stacy here has a lot of gay friends and has no problem saying sorry i'm very straight
1: yeah yeah that's
0: it full stop
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: full stop so if you are mad at gaylers for speculating then you should also stop speculating Mm -hmm. is all i'm saying
1: yeah then just be clear about it well i'm saying for her fans that are being homophobic right now like
0: You're speculating on every man she's seen with, and yeah. nobody mad at Gayler's for speculating.
1: speculating about, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get but out also,
0: Taylor, people are going to speculate. That's what sells your music. Right. Like you put liner notes in your your fucking booklets like you sing songs but intentionally all clowning around yeah. adding numbers you have a ch- right you're yeah. saying
1: like yeah, you have a shit yeah like get
0: out of here yeah <laughs> so it's a very love-hate relationship all I'm saying is believe what you want but don't hate on people for taking their own personal experiences out of her music it's intentionally written that way yes like just don't and if you really, truly are mad at gaylers, you should probably ask yourself why. Like, why does it even affect you? Right. Why are you defending a billionaire? Right. Let, she's laughing all the way to the bank. Like, That's it just, just, it, you just
1: you can questions, to ask yourself at that point, because I'm not offended if somebody were to think I was gay, uh-huh. but you're offended that somebody thinks somebody you don't know is gay. Right. E for
0: fucking real. And if she really, really, truly wanted the speculation to stop, she would just say flat mm-hmm. out, I am straight. Yeah. And if she did, I'd be like, okay, cool. It wouldn't make me less of a fan. Her music would still mean to me the things that it did, because I spent the first half of her career believing she was a straight woman. Like, Right. Right.
1: And it also, like, I kind of love that if she is straight, she's still writing songs that are clearly not about men, right? Like, just in the same way she can write about, you know. mm Mm-hmm. What any other sort of fictional situation. And I think that that makes it, you know, it, it's, it must be nice to have representation in music. Totally. I totally agree you with know? you. I yeah. totally agree
0: with you. I like yeah. that she uses non-distinct pronouns in a lot of her stuff Yeah. That's so what that, I mean. It makes yeah. it
1: so much more available. Right. Everyone. Totally agree.
0: Yeah. It wouldn't, I wouldn't stop fucking purchasing Taylor merch if she came out of straight. Yeah. Like I just wouldn't, but like maybe stop fucking being so hard on the Gaylers, Okay. Like just back off them a little bit. Like
1: listen, like we just talked about, you both those things can hold space, right? Mm-hmm. I firmly believe Taylor is by. That's what I think. I'm also so sorry, bird. So <laughs> team, her and Travis Kelsey.
0: He is by far the least problematic man. She is totally ever with and, the exception of maybe Taylor Lautner.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. And she does give he gives off such by wife energy. I just think that song was He perfect. is like,
0: such a golden retriever. Strong golden retriever vibes, huh? I'm gonna I'm gonna say something here that controversial. Yeah. I uh, and I'm gonna so say this podcast
1: after she listens to this episode. No,
0: I've told Erin this. Okay. Um you may disagree, but okay. I think I love him for her right now. I absolutely yeah. do. I yeah. think I think he's great for her at this like point in her life, especially after coming off of like seven years of Joe who tried to like hide her away and mm-hmm. you know, whatever. who knows really a relationship than the people in it i'm I'm saying at a public level, this is what I saw. like kept her kind of hidden, wanted him to yeah. herself kind of thing, like yeah. whatever. and mm-hmm. <laughs> I think. The golden retriever Taylor Swift thing is not built to last.
1: Because, I does
0: that because I think there's a ton of chemistry between the two of them. You can see it. I love how protective he is over her. I yeah, love yeah, how he yeah. treats her like an actual prize instead of like a liability. I love all that. So I'm not hating on Travis Kelsey and her yeah. at all. But the first two years of a relationship where everything is very exciting and very honeymoon, and then you go into companionship.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: i don't think he will be intellectually able to keep her as a companion
1: i can see that and i definitely thought that and the more i have watched or like listened to the podcast and stuff Mm -hmm. like he is i think they're sort of shtick that the Kelsey's have like their sense of humor is that Jason's an asshole and Travis isn't very smart Mm -hmm. and both of them do that in a very self-deprecating way so I think which I don't think is true for either of them I think he's smarter I love
0: Jason Kelsey by the way and Uh, Kylie Kelsey big fan
1: oh my god the two of them look Jason listen Travis is obviously very attractive right I think Jason's hotter Jason is too yeah I, if I had to choose between the two of them, Jason, a hundred percent all the time. Yeah. He's so funny. He's such a good dad. He loves his wife. He loves his wife. He loves his parents. He's like, kids. Did you watch the documentary? Did you watch Kelsey? Oh my God. It's so good. When he's telling his daughter to eat boogers, he's like, go (laughs) ahead, eat your boogers. He's like, they don't taste bad. (laughs) They're just, they're so funny. And so, so I do think there's a, there's a side to Travis that is, I think he brings out her goofy or, or at least makes it okay. Cause they have similar kind of goofy energy, which I think is really good. He does not that video where someone's like, Oh, Hey, you know, Taylor's boyfriend or whatever. And he like pumps his fist. He's, yeah. He's like, that's a very different situation. He's also super successful. And in his world he's about as famous and successful as you can be. Mm -hmm. But there's this other side where he's invested in things and he's made good business moves and he does all this stuff for charity. And he, he's a
0: really good dude.
1: He totally is. And he's been to college and I know football player college is a little different than everything else, but I do think there's a side to him that is, is probably smarter than people give him credit for. And you know, too, with sports, like there's a lot of like, Strategy, and I know you're not. He's not the one calling plays or whatever. But there's—he's a a high football IQ. I also wonder how that
0: how will that translate when he retires, though. And he's not number one. But that's what I
1: mean. If you look at what they're doing now, like sort of diversifying already, I think is a sign of like intelligence as far as doing the podcast and sort of paving the way for Mm -hmm. broadcasting and commentary jobs after retirement and that sort of stuff. I think is really smart. Listening to him. I think he's self-deprecating and he leans into that character of like, you know, like I can't read blah, 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 whatever, you know, but like, obviously you can, you know well, what I mean?
0: And so, like full stop, if she ends up with him forever and is happy, I'm happy for her. Like, totally.
1: I there, when you look at like, I really think Travis Kelsey has made so many of the Joe fans like Joe who. Okay. Here's
0: the other thing that I want to touch on so about funny. the whole Gaylor stuff. Mm hmm. For years, Gaylers were saying, like, this guy sucks. Like, if she's going to be with a dude.
1: Oh, and all. The, He's a daddy. Dad, yeah. Dad blah, blah, blah.
0: And I, now all of them are like, fuck Joe. He never treated her as good as Travis dad. Kelsey. Like, come on, guys.
1: I also, like, I think there's got to be something nice about, like, look, she just crossed the billionaire mark. The billionaire mm-hmm. with a mark. Um, And obviously, Travis Kelsey nowhere near as rich, right? Her but cat's think- richer than him. But I do think when you reach a certain level of wealth, you're, you're good, right? Like I I looked it up. Travis Kelsey is worth $30 million. He's good. He'll need to worry about anything. And he's got so many more years left to play. Like he's not like his brother's ready for retirement. He's not, he's got all these things, right? That's such a different situation than Joe. Mm-hmm. Like if they had gotten engaged, she probably would have had to pay for her own ring
0: yeah 100 percent.
1: you know what I mean and so there's gotta be there's gotta be something to that also there's just like yeah I don't know I think well like I told you
0: guys in like the text that we have their going,
1: families seem very similar yeah I do know.
0: think there's a certain amount of like people like her Beyonce uh Rihanna like men don't hold value to them the way they do to the average person. Like in order to be in one of their lives, you have to have value to them because the patriarchy doesn't, it applies to them. Of course. I know Taylor's been shit. Like, I get that, but not in the same way it does to the average woman walking into like, like the, Men in their lives have to add value in some way. And I do think Travis does. I I like Travis.
1: I think it's fun for her to get to take a position where she sits back and cheers for someone else. Uh And I don't think that she's had that same opportunity with a lot of the other people she's dated, which I think is fun. And I also think that there's, you know, how many interviews you've seen where she, you know, and her talking about songs and things like peace and stuff like that, where she's saying like, she this is what her life is and it's been like that for such a long time that like she doesn't want to have to go out with a disguise on or do something like that like just live your life and and accept that the the paparazzi and the stuff like that is just part of it Mm -hmm. and that has to be okay Mm -hmm. and he's okay with it and he's okay with it
0: i i don't disagree i don't I, I hope, I want her to be happy. Listen, look, totally. I talk about her like I know her. I want and, her to be happy. And if Travis it, makes her happy, I'm fine with that. Totally.
1: And if it doesn't last, it doesn't last. But she seems very happy right now. And totally. I also think they've been dating for a, a while. Like, I also think she is so smart. Listen, Tree Payne would not let her out. Like, there's that, you real, people really think that was their first date when she went to that But first also date.
0: Tree, keep Patrick Get Mahomes out. away from her. Or not Patrick, Jackson Mahomes. Jackson. Yeah, 100 percent And Brittany. Not a fan.
1: Brittany's not that terrible.
0: Oh no man. He's
1: great, but I think I think there's one problem in that family, and we all know who it is. Yeah. Jackson. Um, yeah. I do think that um I don't know. I just I think this is fun. I I fully believe that video from Santa Clara. She's wearing a chief shirt with her dad on the Segway hmm that's very clear oh I
0: I think they were talking for a while I don't think she just goes out on dates with yeah, I mean, like, not,
1: not with that level of publicity and but stuff but I don't know
0: if they were serious like he could have right. some her, her chief shirt like who knows
1: yeah but I think there's been some stuff like her you know cam one of her backup dancers his brother used to play on the chiefs with right. Travis Here's like a- lot of connection here's the
0: thing everyone needs to keep in mind though as i watched like the discourse around like taylor and gaylor and travis like unfold and some of y'all swifties need a fucking reality check okay you don't know taylor you you don't know her relationships you don't <laughs>
1: kind know... of speculate and whatever but they just take it too yeah hard.
0: like you don't actually know what's going on you don't actually know and i know i get why it's easy to get caught up in it because she. Her songs make you feel like you know her, and I get that. Yeah, I get it—a sort of parasocial
1: relationship. I get it. You have to recognize that it's a parasocial
0: relationship, right? You you need to recognize that you don't know everything. You're not privy to her every thought, every phone call, every text message. Like you don't actually know. So can you just land on the side of like, let's celebrate her when she's and listen? I love this for her mostly because I I have been a fan of hers since the fucking beginning, y'all. When I tell you. I went to Shoreline Amphitheater <clears throat> and watched her and Kelly Pickler open for Brad Paisley like forever. I'm an old... Yeah. I'm the oldest of the old school
1: Swifties. I didn't go see her, but I did have... I had I, I had debut on, on CD.
0: All I'm saying is, like, you... Th- this parasocial relationship that you have, she does it intentionally. That's why her fans are so loyal. That's why everyone, like... I bought four of the same CD. Why do I need four of the same fucking CD? I don't need them. Well, because I want her to, I want her to pass up the Beatles as the best selling artist of all time. Like, but all of those things that you invest in her, remember, she's not your friend. You don't actually know anything about her. You know what Taylor wants you to see full stop. Yeah. But I've watched her get shit on. I've watched people hate her. I listen to people make fun of me for liking her. So I am perfectly happy basking in the the existence that is now, where she's getting a ton of good press. People love her. Men are being forced to watch her because of the NFL. Like I'm here for it. I'm not. I'm not as invested in Travis and Taylor as like you are. But I'm. I'm I think invested. It's fun that in- she has someone to celebrate. Oh, I don't disagree too. with that. I don't yeah. disagree with that. But I am invested in her getting adored by people yeah. who never gave her a second thought yep. and she's finally being appreciated because we all know taylor's not the best singer in the world we all know that yeah. i am appreciative that her artistic talent and lyrical writing is finally being appreciated like i'm enjoying Wait, watching those. she's she's gotten better
1: oh my gosh she's not, Adele. She's
0: not beyonce like
1: oh, but, but can i tell you how
0: much joy it brings me to watch these husbands get drugs the heirs Tour movie And And all of them are like, this isn't that bad. Like I've literally, literally,
1: we have to go. We have to figure out when we're going.
0: The reclaiming of her being that goofy, awkward now, albeit billionaire status.
1: When she does like little things, you know. Yeah, I'm here
0: for it. I'm here for it. So Taylor, as long as you're happy, I'm happy for you. Yeah. Full stop. I don't. Travis is the least problematic menu you've dated, like hands down. Besides yep. Taylor Lautner and maybe Tom Hiddleston,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: That's yeah. it, though. Apparently, That's, because yeah. Harry Styles, who I used to have up there, it apparently sucks. Based yeah. on. Your also,
1: like, how old was he at that time?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I like Harry Styles.
1: Me too, and I like the made things. up, made up, and things are good, and yeah. yeah.
0: They've made up since then. I don't have any hatred for Harry Styles. Like yeah. I, I'm just saying, but that just goes to show you all of these hailers, as they like to call themselves, who've been shipping them for a decade. Now that she's released these tracks, do you want to rethink any of that? <laughs> right. But really doesn't that prove to you that you only know what she tells you? Yeah. And until she discloses anything else, you have no fucking idea what's going on. Right. You all have Joe on this fucking pedestal until she releases You're Losing Me.
1: Why? Because the only thing good about him was that he was dating Taylor Swift. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, Okay, that's it for us this week, guys. Unless you had some different obsessed with, I assumed it was
1: 1989.
0: Oh, just this. Yeah. Yeah, Go listen to 1989 if you haven't to. I told, uh, so I have this guy that works for me and he was asking me, so he's the rec manager and then I have this rec supervisor also who's a diehard Swifty. So we were talking about 1989 tonight, this morning at the end of like a meeting and our manager started like asking questions about it because he's very much a guy's guy. Like he hunts, he fishes, like he has no, it's not even his peripheral. Like, and I just told him, I was like, life is too short to pretend like you don't like Taylor Swift. Like you just need to get on board. Like whatever this, whatever you're doing here, let it go.
1: Just let it go and enjoy it. Emily's not a fan. And so I texted her and I was like, look, you have to come see, you have to come watch the heiress tour when I go. And if after three and a half hours of listening to her and watching her do her thing, you don't like her, I'll drop it forever. I'll drop it forever. And she was like, that seems fair. Okay. okay. Perfect. Yeah. Okay.
0: It's, listen, in the year of our Lord and Savior, Taylor Allison Swift, 2023, okay. just stop. There's so much turmoil in the world embrace the cat lady yeah it won't kill you delightful man (laughs) all right guys uh have the best weekend available to you take some time to find your inner peace yep remember that it's a privilege to be able to do that and what those people in gaza would give to be able to have a moment to be able to find their peace yep and uh happy halloween everyone
1: yeah
0: oh what do you need to say sunday I will have been married to my wife for seven years.
1: That's wild. Happy
0: anniversary. Yeah, we're going on 10 years together. The seven year anniversary
1: of the funnest wedding ever.
0: So um, thanks for being married to me and putting up with me. And um, I put up with you too, though. So let's not get it twisted. (laughs) (laughs) But I love you. And um, yeah, here's... I don't want to say seventy more because I don't want to be that old. But like, here's yeah. to several more. <laughs> Tens of more years. Tens of more, dozens, yeah. dozens upon dozens. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Right. Fierce Fem Media.